Hey, Harvest family, I want to ask you a really important question. Do you see yourself as a valuable member of our church? You know, I think that we make a mistake when as a a, a people, we view church as a building or as a uh, community center with a set of uh, ministries and, and opportunities for people to take advantage of or even as just a pastor or as a leadership. You see, I believe that every part of the body of Christ, which is a finely tuned, uh, highly sophisticated machine built and designed by Jesus, that when it's working at its best, you know, he's promised that it'll even storm the gates of hell. When it is working well, every part is doing its part and is, and, is, and is serving God in the way that God's designed that person, just like the human body. You know, and I think that that means also that a lot of times as Christians, we can think of our faith as just, hey, I've got my Bible and I've got God. I really don't need anything else in my life. But if you study scripture carefully, it is obvious that every single person has a key role to play within the body of Christ. You know, and, and what, what is the purpose of a local body? The purpose of a local body of, of believers is, is to together walk with God, to carry out the mission of God in, in furthering his kingdom. You know, we said that our vision as a church is to see all people walking together with God and bearing fruit for his kingdom and his glory. That is a team effort by God's design. You know, and if you were to think about the, the, the body of Christ as a, as a highly tuned machine, you know, if you were to pull back the hood and look under the hood of that machine, what would you see? Would you just see the Apostle Paul or, or maybe just the pastor of the church? You know, kind of like you remember that character in Men in Black, you know, the little tiny alien that, that was living inside of a big uh, human body. Remember the, the guy's face opened up and there was this little alien inside the guy's head operating this giant machine? Is that what the body of Christ is like? Or is every part a, 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 an important part? And, th- and that's where I think it's so cool to look at the last part of Colossians that, that we've been, you know, we're finishing up Colossians. If you go to chapter four, verse seven, uh, in a sense, this final greetings from the Apostle Paul is like the Apostle Paul opening up the hood and allowing us to look in and see all the amazing parts and things that are going on within this local church. It is so cool because, again, the Apostle Paul is not the church in Colossae. He is an apostle and he has written this letter to them just like he's written it to us a local body of believers where every part is functioning all these amazing and cool parts and roles. You know, let's just look at all these amazing parts. Starting at verse seven, we get a couple of, of characters here, a guy named Tychicus and Onesimus. He says, Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He's a beloved brother and a faithful minister and a fellow servant in the Lord. I've sent him to you for this very purpose that you may know how we are and that we may encourage your hearts. And with him, Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, 
they will tell you everything that has taken place. And so you get this picture of these two guys that have actually been going with ministry of Paul, and they've witnessed and, and heard about and seen all the things the Apostle Paul has done, and they're serving the body of Christ by going to Colossae to share with them, Paul says, so that they can encourage their hearts. And I just love how, you know, if you know the story of Onesimus, here's a, here's a guy that was, was a slave. I don't know if he was still a slave at this point or not. But, you know, a slave would be a second-class citizen or even less than a human being, perhaps. But he describes uh, Onesimus as one of you. And then in verse 10, we get this guy named Articus. I think I'm pronouncing that right. He says, my fellow prisoner greets you. And we don't know much about him. It's just, I mean, maybe he was this guy got thrown in jail because he was stealing stuff. I have no idea. But this guy is like, he's an excited Christian now. And he's like, hey, Paul, you're writing a letter to the church over there. Just let them know I'm here. Say hello to them. It's so cool. And he says, And Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice, these are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. So these guys are comforting Paul. And then I love what he says in verse 12, this guy named Epaphras who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you always, struggling on your behalf in his prayers that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. Wow. I mean, this guy is a prayer warrior. I mean, and I love the prayer request that he has for them. He's just faithfully, he's struggling in it, that they will be mature that they will be fully assured in the will of God. I mean, good night, what an incredible prayer. I hope that we are praying that prayer for one another. I mean, of course, let's pray for our health and our wellness and all those kinds of things. We're lifting up things like businesses and the economy, not small things. But brothers and sisters, I pray and hope that you are praying for me and for one another this kind of prayer that we would mature and that we would be fully assured of what God wants us to do. That is so cool. For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you and for those in Laodicea and in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, greets you, as does Demas. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. You know, again, that's just so cool. We got a, a lady that's hosting a church that actually meets in her home. No small thing. Verse 16, and when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laodiceans and see that you also read the letter from Laodicea and say to Archippus, uh, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be to you. You know, let's not forget all the times that we've seen as we've been walking through Colossians, all the times that he talks about the body as being a community of people that are growing together. I want to highlight for you, turn back to to chapter 1, verse 28. He says, Him, being Jesus, we proclaim warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. This is Paul's personal mission statement. I think it applies to everybody. Verse 29, for this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. 
Start chapter 2, for I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea, for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. There are some massive ideas that hinge on this short phrase, being knit together in love. Brothers and sisters, if we are not knit together in love as a local body of believers, then I don't think that we get to the rest of those big things. In other words, the relationship that we have with God through his word and through what he has revealed to us is, yes, a vertical relationship, but it is a relationship that we have as well through his body. And we've said this over and over and over, to walk with Jesus is to walk with his body. And then turn over to chapter 3, so many awesome things. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand. Set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things that are on earth. You know, he's, he's reminding you, guys, this is what you need to be doing individually. And then he goes on in, uh, in verse 5 and following to say, okay, there's certain things, the old self, you need to put on. Uh, starting in verse 12, then it's put on then these new things as chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, which you indeed you are called in one body. Guys, the Apostle Paul pulls back the hood and allows us to see into this amazing engine that isn't made up of one guy named Paul. This is a finely tuned engine made by Jesus that is made up of all kinds of people. So what's your role? I want to tell you that you are valuable. You are immensely valuable to the body of Christ. But what is your role? You know, think through some of the different things that he said. They're serving one another. They're encouraging one another. They're greeting and they're welcoming one another. They're, they're toiling in, 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 in difficult, hard prayer for big things for one another. They're showing amazing hospitality and generosity to one another. These are all things that we can do for one another. And brothers and sisters, I think this is our moment as the world is being turned upside down and we're trying to figure out how we do things. This is the moment that we have, to, the opportunity that we have to love one another in a very special way. So let's not social distance, let's physical distance, but let's lean into our relationships with one another at this time. And let's be like the church that's in Colossae and Laodicea. This letter was written of, of people that are serving and loving one another and, and, and being the body that is proclaiming the light of Jesus to a world that right now needs hope need something that they can stand on with certainty because tomorrow and the future right now are looking very, very difficult. 
I love you guys and I, I'm so encouraged all the time by your relationships with one another and I am so looking forward to seeing you guys in the near future.